The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you tuned in this morning. And it's a very special morning because we've got the gentleman from RedoVoting.com. And uh wanted to make sure I got that right so I didn't get in any trouble. Uh, RedoVoting.com. And they've got some interesting news going on. And uh, we're going to have them back in a short period of time is when they, they're going to bust loose with some really big news, I think. But right now we, we've got them, and they're going to be talking about their product and uh, where it's advanced. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with Liston over here and let him introduce himself and what he does in the business. And then we'll go over to Roger, and then we'll go to Brian, and then we'll have everything all settled and... Uh, We'll start. All right. I'm listed, and uh, I've been... Uh, Do you have a last name? Uh, Edge. Edge. E-D-G-E. And I am part of Redo Voting. I'm an executive vice president. And to my left is John Rogers, who's the president. And to his left is Brian. And Brian is our CEO. It's because I drew the shortest straw. (laughs) (laughs) And we are excited about Redo Voting. And one of the... The neat things that we've done recently is we've added a YouTube channel where you can watch uh, a whiteboard as well as if you're concerned with someone that may not understand technology, there's a walkthrough video that shows you how to vote, and it's an exciting product we have. We, we wait, wait, wait a second. I, I think we we better back off on that a little bit. Okay. Uh, do you realize what you just said? You said it shows you how to vote. I'm not sure that it really shows you how to vote. Uh, it shows you with the with the redo voting system how you use it. But it demonstrates the simplicity of using redo voting. Right. Yes. But right. not how to vote. Right. Not no. It doesn't not. tell you which candidate to vote. Oh no. Certainly not. Never. No. We we are fully interested in letting people. Everybody that is authorized and allowed to vote, to vote, and everyone's vote to make sure that they're counted. Like, for instance, recently at the Maryland um, election, they didn't even begin counting absentee ballots until two days after the election's complete, which seems kind of odd to me that you would count all the ballots that were cast, but wait to pull out everything that was cast from people that aren't there like military guys like all three of us used to be in the army and we worried about their votes not counting and so here's Maryland waiting two days until after the vote is complete to even start counting those and correct me if I'm wrong John but if there's a place where you know you only need 120 votes to change something and you don't even start counting absentee ballots until two days later, that may be a place where someone might try to change the outcome of the election. It would certainly suggest that there is a potential. Um, I I think it's unreasonable to make accusations about election uh, irregularities without proof. Absolutely. Just saying that if there's a place that you could put something... 
that may make people not trust the system, which is what we're really all about. Redo make sure that people trust our system and it works well. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. It's a uh, there have been accusations of irregularities in past elections, but none of that means anything. Because once a, a, a politician's term is over, nothing that politician has done is going to be reversed anyway. So we're looking toward the future. The idea is to ensure that there is no possibility of people raising these accusations because it's not possible with the system. The second and third order effects of that are that uh, all of the vitriol following elections hopefully goes away. And we just start the new term with a lot of hope and uh, positivity moving forward. You know, John made it quite clear before you, you gentlemen got here that uh, I'm quite a bit older than everybody else, and uh, which got me out of uh, jury duty the other day. <laughs> other than that, uh, there's got to be a silver lining somewhere other than the uh, box. But, uh, you know, this is something, going back in, in my history anyway, other than the the chads, hanging chads of the, uh, uh, what was that, 2000 and... It was the Gore-Bush yeah, election. Yeah, Gore-Bush, Bush, 2000, 2000. Yes, 2000. But other than that, I don't recall any, I hate to use the word uprising or any... But there wasn't any talk about we, we, we trusted, oh my God, we trusted our government, we trusted our states, we trusted our secretary of states, and, uh, I don't, I, I wasn't born in Georgia, but, um, Texas where I came from, you know, we, it was the assumption that they were gonna be true and honest and take care of us and not play any games, and, uh, Lyndon Johnson sort of turned that rumor around right quick. But uh, other than that, I've never heard it as much as coming into these elections of, well, I don't know whether I'm going to vote or not. It's all, you know, and, and the, the whiners that say it's all dishonest or, you know, it's all rigged or whatever. And uh, this is why we continue to run redo voting spots and saying there is an answer to the voting situation. And look it up. Look at RedoVoting.com. And uh, can you all name another year that's been any more uh, talkative about uh, about voting? Another year besides this year? Yeah, year? yeah. Oh, well, it's, there's yes, been sir. a steady increase over time. Um, at some point, we came to recognize that... Uh, Becoming a victim or raising controversy creates traction. So in order to, to, to gain attention, to gain a following, you have to find something that's wrong. So whether that something's wrong is created or uh, an actual fact, the more noise you make about it, the more followers you get, the more power you get. I guess so, we, we've always heard, and I guess we always, well, my vote doesn't count, you know. All the time. Yes. And uh, yet... For sure, with your old system, every vote counts. Mathematically, in fact, if you change one decimal point, you change one number, it won't work. And the reality of that, the way we've constructed the infrastructure is that if that were to happen, the only person or people that could have done it would have been within the government. So what Brian's talking about here is 
how our system works. And it's basically um, aligned with a scratch-off lottery ticket, and it's a one-way communication. And much like your banking, you come up with your own PIN. It validates who you are and where you live, so you we know which ballot you need to be voting on. And then on voting day... You scratch it off. You uh, you put in your pen. You you scan your ticket, and it gives you your ballot. When you finish that, you scan it and say, "I'm done." And now, all your your secure information, which isn't tied to you, it doesn't identify you as that vote, and it's in code, so no one can see how you voted. And we wait until the polls close. Mm -hmm. And then once the polls close, the Secretary of State or the key election official, whoever needs to do it, gets the code and hits it. And ideally, we have every piece of media, universities, both parties, everybody involved in seeing that turn. And at that point, you see the results. So with... All the voting from redo voting at five minutes after polling closed, you have your totals. That's right. That's just incredible. And uh, I personally can't understand why every state hadn't bought into it, every city and county. And you all have the same question, I I would assume. But uh, they are beginning to understand, correct, Brian? They are. They're, in fact... Um, the, the, a very popular word within our world right now is traction. Um, in the traction we're getting from not only states but local cities, municipalities, <clears throat> local leaders is is nothing short of stunning. Um, the, the reception once we explain it and once somebody goes, wow, this is as easy to use as a scratch-off ticket. It's as secure, but it's also as easy to use as your ATM machine. Once you get your head around that, it's just using things you're already using incorporating it into it so there's no it, it, it just I think I, it, I'm stammering because I'm shocked at the uptake and once people get it they get it and we are very stridently apolitical um, so it's also been very nice to say that there are some people on, on both sides that are picking up on this you know I, I can see people scratching it off uh, the ticket what do I win what do I win <laughs> Hopefully you win the right candidate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, let's go into that a bit. And we we have discussed it in the past, but um, as uh, John so rudely pointed out my age, uh, that's all right, sir. <laughs> I'm we'll catch to, you soon. I, I'm here to take care of you. Well, we have the youth. You have the looks. Nobody gets everything. It would be unfair for you to be young and good looking. That's true. <laughs> Hadn't made either one of those yet. But anyhow, uh, the, the age situation and going to uh, some of the assisted living and mm-hmm. so forth and so on, uh, do you find that – that a person my age uh, gets confused on how you do it or how you scratch it off? Or? One of our, uh, our our first spokesperson is 93. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just hope I can still speak at 93. Oh, Miss Lucy can speak, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother-in-law is 83, and I showed her how it works, and she pulled out her smartphone, figured it out right away. I mean, it's uh, there are people that 
have a good grasp of technology. And um, if they currently use an iPhone or an iPad or a computer a lot, um, it's fairly intuitive and fairly easy. And the great thing is it has directions on it. So if you're willing to read the directions and kind of follow along, it'll uh, it'll make it simple. I think it's a legitimate question as to how this is going to affect older folks who are in uh, who are who are in nursing homes. But here's a legitimate answer. Most people who feel this way haven't been to a nursing home. We're not taking old people and sticking them out in a shed with no electricity and tossing them food every now and then. These are nice living facilities. People pay a lot of money to be here. They have computers available. They have libraries. They have music rooms. They have their own little apartments. Um, it's not like these older folks are, are being put out to pasture um, as a group to just wait for them to fade away. They're, they're actually still um, living their lives. And so to suggest that just because somebody is older means that they're not mentally capable of understanding something is, uh, I think, an insult to older people, first of all. And uh, second of all, with the increased accessibility of redo voting, uh, the opportunity is even stronger for these folks because some folks, even if they have a little bit of trouble uh, moving around, have to be helped onto the bus when they're going out to the mall or something. Um, redo voting, all you have to do is sit behind a computer. So even people who have mobility issues have the opportunity to 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 take their time on their ballot and vote the way they feel like they need to vote. Now we talked about this in the past. How do you get the ballot? How do you get the scratch off ticket? Oh, there are there are any number of ways of doing it. All you have to do is find a way to associate that ballot with a specific registration. So you can have um, you can have people from the state go and visit these uh, organizations, and they can go through and and they can register people that way using the ballots. And I think you have to have representatives from both sides, not so that there's no cheating, but so that nobody can make that accusation. Right. And I think that's a very very important thing to point out. And I apologize for digressing here. There is an industry of outcry now. Where if things don't go your way, if you scream and shout and stamp your foot enough, people are going to think that you have a point. This industry lives in the gray area. What redo voting does is it eliminates that gray area. Everything is mathematical, absolutely provable, and anybody can see it and understand it. So, for instance, my parents are in assisted living. They're in their 80s. And... They get their menus, and they get their, for dinner and breakfast and lunch, they also get their activity calendar emailed to them every day, and you go down into the, the lobby, and you see people out there on their smartphones looking at pictures of their grandkids, showing me pictures of their grandkids, looking at, hey, we're having this for dinner tonight, or, oh, hey, there's a happy hour at three on the second floor, let's go. So I, I think we sell them short when we say that they, they don't have that ability. Um, it's, it's, it's not difficult, but if they don't feel comfortable with that, they can always go to a poll site, or I don't think we're going to be operating as only redo in a state yet. I don't think that they're going to be advanced at this point. So there will still be legacy systems that will be available most likely, and people will have that opportunity if they don't feel comfortable with us. But they won't get the instantaneous knowledge of their vote counted. They won't get the instantaneous result 
five minutes after the polls close if they vote the other way. Yeah, and if I add one thing to that when you're asking about how do you get the ballots, that's it's an interesting thing because the way you get your ballots is already all around you. Um, our ballots come off the exact same printing presses that a scratch-off lottery ticket does. The reason I mention that is because this is delivered by the same security professionals to anywhere the state says you can pick up a ballot. So literally, you could go across the street here to that, uh, was it, or BP, and if the state approves it, you can literally pick up a ballot there because lottery tickets are delivered there. So the point I'm making is extremely secure, and it, there, it's almost ubiquitous access. There's no reason that anybody who is registered and wants to vote is unable. And, and it's not just that these – there's only three printers in the U.S. that print right. these things. And the rooms are extraordinarily secure and safe. No one has ever hacked the lottery mm-hmm. scratch-off technology mm-hmm. or system. And in addition, they're the same people that print your passports. So we're talking about it's not that you can go down to your local Kinko's and run off some of these things. It is a very secure – from once it's printed – there's a chain of custody that walks it all the way until you scan it and you take that ticket and that's yours now. Um, you can see who has it, where it is at all times, and then once you take it and you assign it your PIN, just like your bank account, now you're the only one that has access to that. Because even if someone took it from you, if they don't know your PIN, they can't get on I, I got to give kudos to our State Department. I just got my new passport, and uh, I did a mail-in, which I was dubious of, but <laughs> I did a mail-in and sent them my old passport, and and uh, I got my new passport within a reasonable time, and uh, but I didn't get my old passport back. <laughs> and then I, about, I guess it's been about three weeks, here comes my old passport, and Everybody wants their old passport for the stamps that are in it and all this, you know. But uh, I gotta give them, I gotta give them credit. Um, they did what they said they were gonna do, and it got done. So if the printing presses or the printers are the same that do the yep. passports, and uh, and that's a function of a well. Again, what you're doing there, actually, you're highlighting one of the strong points of the system because that is something that does work. The people that we just described delivering the scratch off tickets, delivering the passports mm-hmm. to the exact same people that would be delivering the ballots. And it, you know, we joke about it, but if you're going to hack an election using this, you'd have to literally <laughs> stop the truck and steal the ballots. Let's say for a second somebody did successfully do that, though. Mm-hmm. And so these ballots are, are delivered, yep. but they've been tampered with. Until this ballot is linked to a specific registration, it has no intrinsic value. Mm-hmm. So all the clerk's got to do is look at it. Well, that's scratched. Yep. And get the next one. Mm-hmm. Say it isn't until it's actually tied to a registration by that registered voter that there's any value to the ballot. That's right. Okay. Is, is there any way of having uh, two pens that are the same? No. Oh, you could possibly have two pens that are the same, but you would still have to associate it with a particular registration. Every registration has its own individual pin, so there is a one in ten thousand chance that you would guess what that pin is. And, okay, I, and sorry, no, you're good. You're, and the ballots themselves, like a scratch-off lottery ticket, and I'm sorry we're saying that word again and again, mm-hmm. it is serialized. So there's a number on it. And then within it, – it's actually document security technology is very interesting. Those scratch-offs are not just 
a QR code with some latex slapped on and a weird, cute-looking picture. There's a lot that goes into it. So if somebody touches any of it, it's done. It, it's void. Mm. And, and so when you when you do the scratch off, and you've got sixteen to twenty characters, mm. and that's a code, and then you attach your pen to that code. Now that goes into the system, so the chances of somebody else having that exact code is impossible because the first part of that security is that 16 to 20 digit piece on the ticket. And we can, we can print millions of tickets, and there still won't be any that are the same. Correct. Let me uh, let me throw out something. Then, and, and uh, I promised, uh, listening many years ago when we first met, that I don't uh, throw out hardballs. But it's eh, all mine. I'm, I'm going to throw one out to you. You know, and I'm going to do everything that I can between now and the next time that we meet or we talk or whatever. You got to be on TV. Have you got any plans for television? And uh, few, yes. Have you? Good. Uh, we also have some uh, possible additional podcasts. Mm-hmm. And John was on uh, National Public Radio, and we've had several mm-hmm. spots. And if you, again, if you go to the YouTube channel, they've got a few of those that are uploaded. Mm-hmm. Or on our website, we talk about some of the printed. Items already, so yes. Well, you'll you'll be as soon as the show's over. We'll we'll get it archived and it'll be on our website, and uh, then you all can put, put it on, on yours. And it's on uh, it's on uh, Rumble right now, and we'll be fantastic as as we go along. But uh, people have you know, and behind the scenes, I'll do something to get you all on television uh we gotta it'd be fantastic we gotta see somebody scratching it off and you all explaining you know where you go from here that'd be fun fantastic we actually have a pr activity working with us so we probably need to put you guys together Okay, well, we will, uh, we'll talk about that. And if, uh, whoever's listening, if you have connections with someone in the, uh, media world and they want a great story on how we can save our country, literally, and the way we save our country is by voting. That's right. And that happens every two to four years. And, uh, as we know, we've got a very critical election coming up this year. And then in two more years, we have another critical election. And we have to assure everybody that their vote counts and uh, that dead people won't be voting. And, uh, you know, we just got to assure it that it's all on the up and up. And redo voting is that assurance. And uh, so if you're listening and you have connections with uh, television or other radio stations, I'm sure these gentlemen will be more than happy to uh, be interviewed and come out. And I must say, I'll, I'll put a feather, and I think we were, America's Web Radio was the oh, first to interview you all. Yeah, and, yes, sir. Uh, we I, enjoy uh, coming here. Well, I appreciate that. It's a... Uh, Next time you'll have to bring your vacuum cleaner and you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to say something based upon what you just said, and considering the the, the demographic we're talking about, which is the older generation, um, <clears throat> in light of everything that's going on and everything that media is fire hosing people with, um, 
uh, I think the younger gen- below our generations, I might be the youngest one here at 52, but the people below our generation seem to have forgotten one of the proudest traditions of this country is the peaceful transfer of power. So what the media is starting to push a lot of civil war, civil war, well, there's no reason to go to that brink because we still have enough of the older folks to remember peaceful transfer of power is what keeps this country great. And this is literally something that we can do with this because people were worried about their vote not counting. Well, now I can, and we can prove it. And so there's no reason to go down that ugly path. We can still peacefully transfer power. And I don't think people realize how important that is in this world. Most places in the world don't have that advantage. That's right. And I lived through and and covered it, actually, because because I'm so damn old, John. uh, (laughs) I think you inferred that. But uh, <laughs> I was I was there or, or in radio when uh, Kennedy was assassinated wow. and talking about a transfer of power and right. there are not many countries that could have lived through and and exactly. done exactly what we did exactly. within you know within hours we had a new president mm-hmm. and uh, it it was. Uh, Incredible, and I I was working like I said for another radio station, and uh, got to cover a lot of the uh, information that was coming in. And so, uh, you hit it on the head. We have the best system going, and the the transfer of power, and the and without hostility, mm-hmm. without gunplay, without right. you know anything. It's just the vote. And again, coming back to the, I don't mean to harp on it, but it is true. It, don't think that your vote doesn't count, and particularly with redovoting.com, it counts. Listen, you got- well, you know, you had also mentioned the dead voting. Um, yeah. So one of the things that's beautiful about our system is once you get into and register, we can we will be able to look at the rolls and see if you died, <laughs> and then you don't get to vote. Um, we can see if you move from one house to another, you may move across the city, but that may change your ballot. So rather than showing up at the wrong polling place where people have arguments about all that, you go to the right place. Okay, who was it? Was it you, Brian, that had their brother-in-law or brother or something on the international space? Uh, that's Tom. That's you met Tom, Tom no, Rogers. Tom. Oh, Tom. His, oh, yeah, his okay. friend was well, on the international space. Station. thought I was when I came in. Yeah. <laughs> old old age gets you. Oh, okay. So but, yes. So but yeah. Okay, I got. I have to clear that up. I have to clear that up. <laughs> and, and, and and see, I didn't start it. When I walked in, you asked me if I'd started in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> and I said I, I wanted to. But I had third grade, and Mom said I had to go to third grade. I couldn't go to Vietnam, and so that's 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 where all that started. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, so the nice thing is because um, our information will stand on the government servers. It will not be in somebody else's hands. We're using completely open source software. We're not hiding anything. There's nothing. There's no little. Uh, Boxes on the side mm-hmm. of our of our equipment that has allows there somebody is no else equipment. to yes <laughs> that's right that allows somebody to hack it not that we're talking about one of the competition but it keeps everything on the government server so we're able to look at the government records while we're there and make sure that yes you are a person yes you are allowed to vote because they say you are 
yes, you are alive, and yes, this is a valid address for you because that's where you pay your taxes and that's where everything's supposed to happen. So we can validate all that before the election so that when you when you put in your pin and get ready to vote, you're getting the right ballot for the right things in the right right uh Candidates that you're supposed to be voting for. Yeah. So literally, this, to summarize that is quite literally what happens if you run the system. We, as we go through the election process and you register, literally cleaning up the voter rolls every time. Uh, and another thing I would like to also point out is in, in talking about the states. Is let's remember these is the United States. So we are trying to affect things at a state level, not just a state level, but I think it's important to point out all the way down to city elections and this gives the the people the for example we're sitting at Sandy Springs we could offer it to the city of Sandy Springs and they can run referendums on road construction sales tax whatever not that we want more taxes but the the localities and municipalities can do this in real time the reason it's that important if we all remember correctly you should interact if you interact with the government, it should be at the local level 90% of the time. The state, maybe 8% of the time, and almost never the federal government. So what we have right now is a federal government that's forgotten that. And so yes. this is about states' rights. We're going to uh, take a break right quick. We'll be back with the gentleman from RedoVoting.com right after this. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio with our special guest from RedoVoting.com. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, if you're associated with some other media, like I know Fox uh, Fox listens to us on occasions, and uh, or if you... Uh, Involved in any other way or have a good friend that's with another media, be it radio or television, uh, you need to have these folks on. RedoVoting.com. The more I've gotten involved or, or listened to them over the past, I guess, about six or eight months, something like that, um, I, I've thought about that this system is the answer to so many things. Uh, once you understand it, you can't argue with it. It's our security, and the United States security is in your vote. So if you're involved in any way with any other media, be it a magazine, a article, or anything else, any other media, be sure and contact these folks. And the best way to contact you is... RedoVoting.com. RedoVoting.com. Okay, and that'll give you a number or an email address. Go to the contact tab. And uh, both Brian and I have our emails there, so you can reach directly out to Brian or to me. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, we've got to have this system involved in the coming elections. I'll make that plural. If it doesn't make the first election everywhere, then it should the second election in 2024. It should be in every state, every city in the country. And... Uh, 
We want to promote these gentlemen. They have worked their tails off. And, you know, i got to give credit where credit is due. And that's uh, – I was a grunt, and uh, I'm dealing with officers, and uh, they have – Enlisted right here. Oh, another enlisted. We're surrounded by them, huh? Well, they can't get away. Well, I know who does the work. In Somebody's them. got to babysit them. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Here we're going got, down your one-story route. They got, <laughs> There's not one. They got to. Uh, they got to yell at somebody, right? That's right, uh, <laughs> and they do. Go get me. <laughs> but anyway, no. We, uh, they. I, I like I said. I've I've sat back and thought about you, gentlemen, and. I'm amazed at where you've gone from day one to today. And, uh, uh, you know, there's got to be a, the old group blood, sweat, and tears. There's got to be a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in what you've done and what you've accomplished. And, and the best is yet to come. When the smile on your face, I, I got to get a picture of that. When, <laughs> when the election comes off and they say it's because we're using redovoting.com system and you instantly have results. You know, it's 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 got to be your whole your families have got to be cheering and everything else. And I I totally salute you all well, thank for you. what we, you've done. You played a role in that, so thank you. It's a very small role, and well, I, I've I've offered the old age portion of it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to address something that you said a minute ago, David. Yes, sir. Um, we we've talked ad nauseum about. The, the, the virtues of redo voting, um, complete transparency, uh, real-time auditability, accuracy, mathematically provable, everything else. To get somebody to try an unproven system, a system that had not been used before in a major election, that's a big ask. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're putting everything they have on, on the line for a system that hasn't been used in the real world. In, in the military, when you are getting a new piece of equipment, you don't just take it off the assembly line and throw it out there to the troops and say, go have fun. You run it through extensive testing first to make sure that everything works the way it's supposed to work. So here at Redo Voting, we are doing something similar. Coming up on the midterm elections, we're not asking anybody to make this their sole system of record because even though it would be a very good thing, it's an unreasonable ask. Mm -hmm. So what we are asking people to do is to run a mock election alongside this election to demonstrate that the system does work. And when we have finished with these pilot programs, with the proof of principle, we're going to do white papers to show how well the system works. And we've actually had a good deal of success with that. Mm -hmm. We are uh, currently... Um, working on one state level, state level pilot. Mm-hmm. We have one, two, three, three county level pilots, and these are different states across the country. And um, we have at least two city level pilots, mm-hmm. and these are states on the East Coast uh, and uh, and, and um, central uh, the central United States. Um, and we are actually working on one all the way on the West Coast. So we're we're getting the word out. All over the country, uh, these pilots are a really great deal for the local government. We're covering the costs of everything. We're doing the full execution, so they get the benefit of being a forward-thinking 
uh, governmental unit that is looking to make positive changes, and uh, they're getting all of the uh, all of the credit without taking any of the risk. Now, so far, we haven't had anybody in Georgia specifically sign up for this. So if there is anybody in Georgia who is interested in running a side-by-side, no cost, no risk, we are more than happy to talk to you. Right. And what I also want to highlight something that John's talking about is, one, I'll say this, and, and I'll get yelled at later, but there are some gutsy politicians, and we're in some battleground places, so that's where we're going. But I want to I want to emphasize that uh, we're all beating politicians to death, and when you, you talk about politicians, everybody says the same thing. However, I I've got to say to give credit where credit is due, there are some politicians out there with some balls and a backbone that are willing to try it, and we're finding them, uh, and we're enjoying their company and their honesty, frankly, um, and it's it's really moving the ball down the field. And- and so one of the things, you know, we've combined uh, the Lewis bill, which says mm-hmm. we want maximum accessibility, which has uh, been a Democratic part, talking point for a long time, with um, you have to be registered to vote to vote, which is the Republican concept. Mm-hmm. So from us, we would just as soon mail everybody in any state their own ballot. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not registered to vote, you won't be able to vote. You can go through the process, but you won't be able to vote. And um, no one can complain because they don't have access. Because if you go to a store, if you go to a gas station, if you go to a, uh, any, any convenience place, um, you can go by a polling station. You can pick up a ballot anywhere that the state will allow us to put them. And so we, we've combined these two thoughts. So when you talk to both sides of the, the aisle, neither can say, uh, no, that's not what I want. And when you talk about the security of the lottery and the security of your, your passport, nobody can say, oh, I don't believe that that's secure when they're taking billions of dollars every year through the lottery system and they trust the the passport people to print things correctly. And you've done away with the picture ID. Possibly. You could. You could. Because Mm -hmm. on the back of your ID, uh, now we have real ID, Mm -hmm. and you could actually scan your ID in, and it would immediately register you and validate all your information right off. There are some states that, like California they won't that don't want your ID. You still have to type in your information so we could so you can be validated as a voter. So you may not have to show an ID in those states, but you mm-hmm. still have to type in the fields. Mm-hmm. So it is a way to ensure both parties get what they want and in the end we'll see what the voters want mm-hmm. without any perceived irregularities. I think this is an important point to make. Mm-hmm. Redo Voting is an election integrity company. Mm-hmm. What we do is we ensure that the election itself is accurate, accessible, secure, transparent, fully auditable, and unarguable, mathematically provable. Voter integrity is the job of the state. The state gets to decide whether or not they're going to require IDs. The state gets to decide whether or not there are going to be polling places versus online voting. That's the job of the state. What we can promise unequivocally is that one registration gets one vote. There are no votes without registrations. 
a registration without a vote is simply because somebody didn't vote on that registration. I bet uh, Venezuela hadn't been beating a path to your door. <laughs> Interestingly, though, we um, have talked to some other folks. Um, uh, Africa. International, some, some countries in Africa are interested in, uh, in talking about using redo voting for their elections. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, and again, polling sites, when you're in rural places in the world, uh, can be very challenging to get. But you will find most places, even in the rural world, have access to cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what's fascinating, the ability to be able to do that without having to spend, you know, three days coming to town, mm-hmm. you could actually vote from your village. And, and if we can uh, take that a step further to talk about that, uh, we've, we're talking with the First Nations, the Indian Nations, which, as you know, are sovereign. Um, and uh, we've actually been, we are now the de facto voting platform for Indian nations in the United States. So it's, and the reason I bring that up is what do they have? They have land and they're spread out. And you want to talk about accessibility problems, they have those too. But um, they jumped in with both feet and they get it. And uh, the bigger reason for that is because it enables all of their people to actually come back to the table. Because you have certain tribes that are across five to six different states. Mm-hmm. Uh, some cross the border into Canada. Mm-hmm. Some can cross the border into Mexico because their tribal lands are in all these different places. So, you know, you, you've got a state that may have uh, certain machines they want to use and another state that does it and mm-hmm. another state that does other ones. And now the Indian nation has to buy all those different machines mm-hmm. to be able to um, do their elections in all those states, whereas with our solution, there are no machines. So you just pick up the ballot, you do it, and you're done. Mm-hmm. And so it, it will enable them to be able to vote from wherever they are. Okay, during election, where is there a central, and I, you know, I don't want to know where it is, but is there a central location that you all will be at or that information will feed into that one point? Yes and no. Um, that's that's one of the beautiful things about this. So the actual data repositories for the system itself, it resides on the same server and technology infrastructure. We'll just say Georgia, for example. They have the Georgia Technology Authority, and within that, the lottery system has a place. So this resides on that same infrastructure using the same security procedures. Everything that keeps that secure and those government security, those infrastructure secure, that's where the data for this resides. Now, and on top of that, let's take it a step deeper, your actual individual identity in that system is protected. So we'll take that. There's no identity issues surrounded to this, so nobody's going to know who you voted for. As for where we could be, that's the beautiful thing about using technology smartly. We could be on that space station watching this, and it's still fine. So, And we don't have a big, giant server room right. where all this data goes. Nothing. Because we are not the officials for the voting that's the state mm-hmm. and so unlike other people that have their own servers where your voting data may go hang around somewhere the machine might get hacked we don't in have that cloud. issue yeah it's in a cloud and most people don't realize what the cloud means the right. cloud means it's a bank of servers somewhere on the ground and that could be in the United States mm-hmm. it could be in another country um, there are security requirements with mm-hmm. each and you know you 
some of them are farmed out, which sometimes can lead people to the perception that that server could have been hacked Correct. or that okay, cloud folks, location. I'm I'm very serious about this, and I'll get the three gentlemen that are here to back me up in a second, but go to redovoting.com. you got to, and pass this on. Pass the information on to your friends, and then we'll get back, and we're going to keep you posted on... I'm going to hold Liston and John and Brian accountable to keep us posted on new developments so we can air them, and then go to their website. But this is... I can't express how important this is, not just today, but this is important for many years to come. And voting is the most, voting has kept us alive as the United States of America. That's right. We may not always like the outcome, but we want it to be honest, we want it to be fair, and these gentlemen have the answer, have the solution to it. So, you check out redovoting.com and if you've got a question or let me ask if I if I'm a uh, uh, the entertainment committee for the Rotary Club would you all speak to the of Rotary course, Club sure. or Lions Club, Club. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah or whatever it happens to be so if you're if you're listening or your husband is a member of an organization that they're always looking for speakers and these gentlemen have a message to deliver and you need to listen to it and take it down redovoting.com there's no ifs ands and buts about it we've got a very important election coming up Shortly in November, I believe it's November the 9th, and uh, then we've got one in 2024 that will be even more important. And we've got to have and got to know that these are going to be honest elections. So we've got uh, a few minutes before we have to wrap it up. Uh, have I or have we missed anything other than my old age? But have we missed anything uh, that needs to be said that we haven't said? Actually, there is another another point I'd like to talk about, and that is the logical evolution of casting a ballot moving uh, to the Internet. I think we all remember as children going to the bank on Saturdays to deposit your paycheck with the long lines and they had the drive-throughs and you get the lollipop, etc. <laughs> um, over time, banking has gone online. So very few people actually go. There's still some people who go, but most people do their banking online. Over the past couple of years, we have dealt with a fairly major pandemic event. And this created all kinds of issues when it came to voter accessibility. So one of the things that we're trying to do with Redo Voting is to insulate the voter from having that kind of a problem in the event there is another event that keeps them from going to the polls. But the state still has the ability to provide that place for somebody to go if they really want to go to the polls. I think at some point that's going to go away. But we're not trying to force it to. We're giving people the option of voting however is most convenient and safe and comfortable for them. This is not about forcing anything down anyone's throat. This is about opening the reticle 
for everybody who is supposed to be able to participate in the election to feel comfortable doing so. No more harassment, no more intimidation, no more protests, no more violence after the fact, no more questions, no more lawsuits, just a peaceful transition of power. And we return a lot of money back to the taxpayers, I want to say that as well. <laughs> well, yeah. It'll be cheaper for them in the long run and in the short run. Um, one of the interesting things when you look at it, too, uh, when you go back into why did we have poll stations, originally it was because most of the country couldn't read or write. And so you needed someone to say, yeah, this is David, that's his ex, and yes, he gets to vote. And you would write down your stuff on the big piece of paper and you'd put it in the big box there with the lock on it, and that's why we had to have polling sites originally. And when you look at the transition over the last 200 and some years, we're not voting that differently than we did with the X on the piece of paper. Um, But when you look at technology and you look at the advancements that have been made recently, you know, I, I bought a house without ever going to a bank. I did all the, the pre-stuff online. I signed things. Um, I've, I've, I've sold my parents' house without going anywhere except on my phone. Um, I've done investments. We do banking. We do so many things that have to do with a lot of money and a lot of uh, transactions on our phones and our computers now. And yet, you... Most people don't want to stand in line for three and a half hours to walk into a place for five minutes to do something. Most of us don't have that kind of time in our minds, or we choose not to. Um, so you, as you drive by the, the polling site, you see a line all the way around the corner, and you go, I'll come back at lunch. And then you drive by at lunch, and it's still got that big line. And, oh, by the way, your polling site is near your house, and your work is 50 miles away and in Atlanta, which means it's an hour and a, and a half. So now you come back at night, and now you're standing in line again. And you're waiting for two or three hours, and you're like, ah, my vote doesn't count. With this, problem solved. You can vote anywhere, anytime, while the polls are open from anywhere you want to vote. You can do it from your house. You can do it from your office. You can do it while you're sitting in traffic and cars aren't moving um, if you want to. The (laughs) Georgia police probably wouldn't like that. But you could do it anywhere, anytime. And you don't have to stand in the big, long line, which, as time has gone on, we have much less patience. Let, let me ask you something, listen. You, you uh, said when the polls are open, uh, can you only vote when the polls are open? Well, that's going to depend on the laws of the state. But, but with redo voting, there's no reason to have an extended voting period because you can vote from anywhere on the planet in your jurisdiction. All you need is a browser and a camera. And at any time? Well, I mean, polls are open. When the polls are open. Okay. So it is limited to when the polls are open. It doesn't have to be. Well, but it can be. That's the point. We, we provide an election system that works absolutely the way we say it will. The state gets to decide how big the window is Mm -hmm. to vote. The state gets to decide whether or not you need an ID. The state gets to decide the circumstances under which people are allowed to vote. Right. We can support all of it. Yeah. If you want to have an election that runs from 7 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock in the evening, 
every single person on the planet who is legitimately able to vote in that election will have the opportunity to do so as long as they can get to a computer browser with a camera. So you're in Europe on family vacation, Mm -hmm. and the polls open at 7 o'clock in the morning in the United States, which will be about... Four thirty or four o'clock in, o'clock in Europe. In, yeah. Yeah. So while I'm sitting at the cafe in Europe, I pull out my ticket, I scan it, I do it, I vote, and now I'm in the batch at seven o'clock. I'm not waiting two days later to see if my vote even counts. And by the way, you do have a copy of your ballot. You get to keep so and you have a link on your ballot that'll take you back to your ballot to show that you voted when, who, and only you can see that. So it's if it's ever changed someone else did it and it was from inside the government I'd also say the one last thing I would think is when you it's a silly little analogy but when we're talking about we're talking about going to the bank this is a shift in technology that is very much like going from the bank teller to the ATM it's kind of what the system does that's a great analogy uh, you know there are just so many advantages to redovoting.com that uh like I said, one more time, the folks that download this show or have been listening to it or download it later or whenever you listen to it, if you have contacts with anybody in the media or you have contacts with anybody in government, tell them about RedoVoting.com. This is the answer, and this will you know stop any crazy questions about well, they're all rigged. No, this stops it. There is no rigging to this. This is the... This is the end of, line, of the line for fraud in voting, it is. and we need to get this in every state in the union, and whether you're Democrat or Republican, you should support RedoVoting.com. Last words? Georgia, we want you to be a part of this. Any cities, any municipalities, any counties, we want you to be a part of this. It is risk-free. We'll take care of all of it. Just reach out to us, but we're running out of time. We need to know in the next two weeks or so if you want to be a part of this so that we can make sure it runs the way it's supposed to on Election Day. But reach out to Brian or to me. Go to RedoVoting.com. Go to Contacts and send us an email, and we'll get back in touch with you immediately. Governor Kemp, I know that you will be listening to this show at some point. Uh, you need to reach out to him. You need to reach out to Liston or John or Brian and get Georgia involved with RedoVoting.com. Same goes for all of our adjoining states, and I know we've got a big audience in Alabama. So, Alabama, pay attention. Because you don't want Georgia to get ahead of you by any means. (laughs) But, you know, the interesting thing about Alabama, David, you mentioned, Alabama is one of the five states that doesn't have a lottery. And so it's it's in a unique position. Um, They're one of the five, and we could still handle it, and we could still make sure that the ballots get delivered and all of those things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Uh, it would go directly, most likely, to the polling sites uh, for the state if they don't allow lottery tickets to be sold anywhere else. So it would limit the accessibility in that sense. But but we'd be happy to work with Alabama in a minute. Well, you know where they put all of their money in the football team. <laughs> trying, to, trying to beat Georgia. But other than that, 
Uh, now, gentlemen, it has been my pleasure having you all on again. And uh, uh, will you come back? Oh, yes, please. And we want to come back when we, we've got our proof of principle and we've moved forward. And we'll be happy to share that with everybody. Plenty and of stories to tell, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> Plenty of stories. Huh? <laughs> It'll be fun. That's, uh, you know, we... Uh, we enjoy those stories, and uh, I imagine from being in the military, uh, and we get about the, you know, can you can a veteran tell only one story? <laughs> you all are becoming veterans in the voting business, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you're getting getting some stories and uh, the ones we could tell. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> some I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> I imagine sure. you got a few stories that, uh, you know. Uh, we do. <laughs> the Secretary of State said that the uh, dog ate your old material or something? <laughs> the, well, our focus is on the future, though. Mm-hmm. So we yes, want sir. free, fair, and accurate elections for everyone from now on. And this is, uh, you know, we get this in, uh, on uh, Mark the Shark show that uh, by the reality that we talk about and we talk about the constitution a lot of times and um you know i was kidding mark we a statement that really drives me crazy is we have a living constitution you know i've never seen that sucker breathe once you know (laughs) and it doesn't ever go up and down it just sits there in black and white and says this is the way it should be smart stuff and uh, so Voting is so important, and uh, our founding fathers realized that. They realized, too, that it needed to uh, go to the states yep. and uh, be state control. And uh, God only knows what our government today well, would want to do. I'd like to add on. We mentioned the Indian nation earlier, but if you remember correctly, if Mark Shark would appreciate this constitutionally, who where the Constitution came from, came from the Iroquois Confederation documents, and it turned into our Constitution. And now guess who's back at our table? The Indian nation. And they get it. That should say something. It should. And uh, does that mean you're going to wear a feather next time? If they give me some, I'll take a headdress. <laughs> but anyway, now, this is great. And you all have been delightful. And uh, I look forward to the next time. And we will look forward to getting a phone call. Hey, we've got something. And uh, we're going to move on from there. And well, keep we keep pushing it on our social media and Surely, even you can remember, I don't care what age you are, you can remember redovoting.com. Go to it, check them out, and tell your representative about it. Tell your, if you know anybody in the media, tell them about it. And we look forward to more and more publicity about redovoting.com. So, see you all next time. Thanks, Thanks, David. Thank you, David. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.